Welcome to the Glenelg Hopkins CMA podcast, a podcast giving you an insight to what happens behind the acronym GHCMA. Hi, I'm Liz Meacham. In this series, we're going to take a look at what a catchment management authority does, a few of the projects we're delivering, we're going to meet some of the passionate people delivering those projects, and hopefully along the way, give you an insight to how we're protecting and enhancing the land, the waterways and the biodiversity of the Glenelg Hopkins region of southwest Victoria. In today's podcast, we're meeting Richard, the person responsible for integrating agriculture into a natural resource management authority. He's been on the scene for a while now and through a few funding and focus changes, and now it's his job to try and bring together the needs of farmers with the outcome needs of the federal and state governments through third-party providers. It's meant he's had to learn an awful lot about farming trends and how that fits into soil health and how all of that fits into looking after the environment. So, Richard, you're the Land Health Coordinator at the Glenelg Hopkins CMA. What does that actually mean you do? Um, it's, it's largely been around um, sustainable agriculture. So I try and see myself as the block between the bureaucracy and the people. <laughs> so I'll, I take on all the bureaucracy and do as much as I can of the of the administration for particularly land care groups because or, or farm production groups um, because they haven't got the time I can I can carry that load so you're the bit in the middle yeah so I'm in the middle yeah and, <laughs> and it's and it... I, I don't want people to have to worry about all that administration <laughs> um, I'll do I'll, that's that's what I reckon my my job is the connection between the the bucket that the money that uh, the government uh, makes available um, and the and the uh, community. So the funding has changed since you started 15 years ago and soil, the way soil is being viewed now has changed, hasn't it? So the federal government now funds a lot of your work that you do and they're looking for an outcome that the CMA is delivering, aren't they? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's almost a, a, a private industry model. Um, we apply for funding that but we we have to deliver and if we don't deliver we don't get paid which is fair enough so it actually puts a lot of pressure on us to continually improve a lot of pressure to remain up to date with knowledge Um, and it's a bit of a challenge because we work with farmers who are um, holistic to high high input conventional Um, and so uh, in the good old days when we had Department of Primary Industry, I didn't actually have to understand all the farming systems. Um, but now, now yeah, I have to know everything. It's, and, it's, and it's good because it's really interesting to learn, keep learning. Now, soil used to get a pretty bad rap in yeah, terms of yeah, natural yeah, resources. Yeah. It was not ever really considered no. part of what a CMA yeah. would do. So well, how does soil now fit well, in that? For, from up until about 2009, soil was seen as a threat to natural resources, and that was through 
and, and that's why erosion was a big concern because, uh, sorry, not erosion, but salinity, because salinity breaks the soil um, capacity. Soil won't stick together. Uh, clay won't stick together when it's when it's salty, and so it's really susceptible to erosion. And so that can have damage on um, public infrastructure, um, washing into rivers, uh, washing into wetlands. So. Um, before, I reckon it was about 2009, soil was a threat. It was a threat to natural resources. Um, it took a lot of work by um, all the Victorian CMAs um, and also um, DSE at the time uh, to put a case for soil as a natural resource. And the, the problem was, well, what's the benefit to natural? What's the public benefit? The view was that if we improve soil on private land, it benefited the, the, the landowner. So the landowner should be paying for that. But th those benefits can be really difficult to see and they can be very long term. So it, there's not always that incentive there for farmers who, are, you know, they've got to pay the bank or they've got to <laughs> buy the groceries or pay the school fees or, you know, they're, 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 they're thinking in the shorter term. So with your projects now, you are looking at soil in a very different way. So it's not yeah. just like you said, it was a little bit about salinity and erosion, but now soil health now encompasses a lot more, well, like the pastures that are in there and increasing yeah. carbon and looking after the actual soils as a benefit to the as a natural resource now, well, isn't well, it? Now we appreciate that soils are alive. They're a living system uh, and they provide benefits like, as you said, storing carbon, so sucking carbon out of the atmosphere and, and putting it into a long-term storage. But also fresh air, fresh water, uh, all that is coming from the soil. So it's those ecosystem services are the public benefit. And that's the, the reasoning that we were able to put forward to the Victorian government at that stage, saying, look, there's all these benefits to the community. It just looks better. People... People look at, their, at the countryside and feel good about being alive because the soils is, is, the best soil is a soil you can't see. It's under grass. And so that now means you work quite closely with farmers and in agriculture because obviously a natural resource manager like the CMA is, has not often been seen as an ally of agriculture, but it is very much so now. That whole concept of um, you're either environmental or your farming, you uh, that the two are mutually exclusive. You're either into conversation or you're into making money, and that's uh, now changed. And, and that's really changed, particularly some of the new ideas that they're coming that are coming out with this whole regenerative farming concepts um, are really about well, what's the best way we can do both, and and and, and all farmers are doing that. You know, people get all all hung up on this new term that's being thrown around of regenerative agriculture or even holistic management. In the end, all farmers want to see their land improving. They they might have different ideas on how to get to that end goal, um, but it's it's in their interest, uh, and they want to enjoy where they're living. They want to enjoy what they're doing. And so, with the CMA being involved in agriculture and you being our buffer between the bureaucracy, how 
is the CMA delivering that? Is the CMA delivering it directly to farmers or are we partnering with some third parties for farmers to get involved? Like how would a farmer get involved yeah. with this kind of so projects? We, we, I work with groups. So um, at a community level, um, farm production groups or so they're not necessarily land, it might be a best wool, best lamb group um, or better beef group uh, or a, a work with land care groups. Um, at a higher level, we also partner with Westwick Dairy um, and do uh, um, programs through them. Um, Southern Farming Systems is, is actually our biggest partner now. It used to be uh, Ag Victoria, but now um, Southern Farming Systems is, and, and also Agriculture Victoria. So one of our challenges for me is my job is still a whole lot of administration. The initiatives that we run or, or run through the CMA they have to be farmer or have to be community initiatives, have to be community directed. Otherwise, it's just not relevant. And, I, and I've tried that. I've tried doing <laughs> my own ideas and they, and they fall in a heap. Um, so I'm, I'm really trying to tap in to what farmers particularly are, are wanting to achieve. Um, but I have to do that through a group. And so with that in mind, if, if there are farmers listening to this podcast who, who want to try and get some things off the ground or who have ideas, because we have seen some fairly quirky ideas with um, carp being mushed up into fermented fertiliser and things like that, if people do want to get in touch with you, they can take the direct approach? I, oh, yeah, Definitely. Um, what I will then do is I will connect them with some like-minded farmers, so whether they're in a land care group or a farm production group, and we'll work with, together, um, and it'll essentially be the, the group that will host an event or host a, 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 a trial. Um, but, yeah, definitely, um, if, you've, if, if you've got ideas, um, I'm ready to, to try and help you realise realize them. Because obviously a lot of it is about partnerships by the sound of it. This this soil health type role that you have and the sustainable agriculture funding that's available, it's really based on partnerships with it not being just the CMA trying to do something. It's really about everyone working together yeah. to achieve a greater good. I think it's important to note that the regional catchment strategy or the soil health strategy is not called the Glenelg Hopkins CMA Soil Health Strategy. Um, we do, the idea is that we do that for the community. So it is, there is certainly the opportunity for third-party groups to get involved if yeah. they've got an idea to come uh, to the CMA yeah. and for farmers to come to you and say, is there someone else who's interested in this and yeah. kind of us put the pieces together. We're, we're in an interesting position that... Um, We'll, we try and provide programs at the at the entry end. So whole farm planning, for example, we'll work with Ag Victoria to deliver whole farm planning, or with Westwick Dairy on um, fertilizer management with their FertSmart program. So we're at that bottom level, and then we're at the innovation level, because what the Australian government's wanting to wanting to support is is that innovation in agriculture. So there's that big chunk in the middle of, of what you might call familiar, traditional or common practice that we sort of don't have much play in. So that's, that's the areas that, that we are able to work in. And the other one 
is that unlike Ag Victoria, which really has to have really strong science backing for everything, we can we can work with farmers who are just wanting to try something because it just sounds like a good idea. They yeah. just want to, you know, like composting was one, um, you know, probably five or six years ago. Um, that was was new thinking, and we were able to help farmers who were just wanting to give it a go because it yep. sounded like a good idea. Yep. Yeah, and that yep. and ultimately at the end for the CMA is is achieving that environmental or the natural resource management improvement and protection uh, at the end. That's 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 ultimately the outcome we're looking for. But we understand that other people have their own. You know, it's usually you know they want to make some money, they want to live a happier life, they want to. Um, so we understand that those outcomes need to be achieved as well. Yep. So it's a very, very broad, broad portfolio that you yeah. live and work in at the top end and the bottom end. And I guess the 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 bit we're aiming for is a little bit of change in the middle for better farm practices, yeah. better environmental outcomes and better soil health outcomes. Yeah, so it's, it's helping to, to build that sort of critical mass of people who are, who are doing something different, who are, doing, who are making, putting those innovative practices into place um, and then demonstrating that, that it's working, adapting it to local conditions uh, and then other farms can say, oh, gee, I like that idea. All the risk has been taken out of it by then. And that's where the CMA fills into that niche. Fills a little gap in the middle. Well, thank you for your time today, Richard. You're welcome. So if you'd like to learn some more about the Glenelg Hopkins CMA and see what projects we have on the go, what funding might be around and how you might get involved there's a number of ways that you can find it out. You can check out our website at ghcma.vic.gov.au or you can follow us on social media. We are Glenelg Hopkins CMA on Facebook and GHCMA on Instagram and Twitter. My thanks to Richard for his time today sitting down and discussing how soil and agriculture fits into a CMA. The sustainable agriculture projects that Richard works on are funded through the Australian Government's National Land Care Program. Thanks for listening. <music>